This is Brighton's finest. Bringing the artists closer to you. Juice. You are off on tour on the 12th of October, which is pretty damn exciting. Yeah, yeah. And how are the preparations going? Yeah, I mean, the preparations are okay. I think we've just about managed to get the car sorted, which is, you know, the first step in actually getting out of London. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think accommodation-wise, we've, we've sorted out a few mates' places to stay in and stuff. We've kind of learned from our mistakes from the last tour when, yeah, we slept in the car a couple of times, which was really uncomfortable. <laughs> That's not what you want after a pretty manic gig. Nah, not at all. Not at all. We, well, there was a park in um, Bristol that we yeah, made our home for a night as well. Oh, yeah? Which is lovely, yeah. Got got the tents out? No, no, just, just under the stars. It was, oh. Yeah, it was really something. Romantic. Yeah, yeah. That, that is <laughs> rock and roll. So. I mean, yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you guys the kind of uh, band who feel calm and at ease before going on tour, or is it everyone feels a bit restless? I think I haven't really given myself time to to get to get restless. To be honest, I've been, I've just been working nonstop to get enough money for yeah the well the the transport, the accommodation, and also yeah I guess the inevitable weather spoons bit stop. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to make sure one of you isn't uh, or take it in turns in driving at least. Yeah, we've got we've got a designated driver who isn't in the band. Luckily, we've got a real dedicated friend. We're Who's- we're lucky in that respect. He's going to hate you lot afterwards. No, yeah, he did it last time as well. He had to take a few, a few cigarette stops, breathers, to yeah, get over us, I think. But I think, yeah, he's had enough of a rest. He's ready. He's ready to go again. Yeah, I can imagine it's a lot of fun, to be fair. And to start this tour in Glasgow, it doesn't get much better than that. No, yeah, we've never, we've never actually played Glasgow. The last time we did Edinburgh, everyone at the Edinburgh show was kind of shouting at us to come and play Glasgow <laughs> next time. Next time we were up there, so yeah, it's it's, it's happening. We're we're really excited. Yeah, because it comes with a bit of a reputation for you know having the best music fans. Like they really get into it, and you know that's yeah, it really really does. Every time my my mates' fans have come come back from Glasgow and just said it was the most manic gig they played. So yeah, it's hopefully going to live up to that. Will you play the Joker in Brighton on Wednesday the 18th of yeah. October? Fresh from our London day, going yeah. straight down. That's going to be uh, tired eyes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've um, we played a couple of gigs in Brighton before. We did Great Escape mm. this year. That was brilliant, actually. Um, and we, yeah, first night as well, so we managed to spend the rest of the weekend having a lot of fun. But yeah, we've had, we haven't done the Joker before. Um, heard, heard really good things like. Well, I've, I've never seen you guys play before so i'm pretty damn excited but what what can i and others who haven't seen you expect from a, a yowl live show well we let loose quite a lot on stage the last couple of gigs we played we've maybe gone a bit too overboard um <laughs> there's been a lot of a lot of falling out there was a gig we did in brighton once where the bassist fell into the drum kit halfway through the set and we had to spend a lot of time rearranging which was more embarrassing than than anything else um but hopefully a more contained version of of that yeah because you're always starting to get a bit of a reputation for uh, having a pretty epic live show i mean that, yeah that's that's really nice to hear i mean i hope yeah I hope, I hope we do live up to that brighton's finest this is juice what were the gigs and music that uh, you were listening to and going to see when growing up when you were kind of educating yourself on more alternative music as a kid to, to be honest gig wise there wasn't a whole lot going on i was I, I grew up with mike the one of the guitarists in dorset 
Mm. Um, and we we were really into a lot of the kind of American tar bands around the time, like Pavement and Weezer, Built to Spill, that sort of stuff. And um, obviously most of those gigs were way out of our reach. So we, the advent of the internet, we kind of watched a lot of videos of those bands that we loved performing online. In terms of actually going to gigs, there wasn't a massive, massive scene where we were from. So coming up to London was very, yeah, it was liberating in that respect. We finally got to do a lot of the bands of that ilk that we'd been kind of hankering after for a while. Because there's, there's a mighty live scene in London. Um, like any day of the week, you can see someone who's pretty much going to blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like that must be... That is the beautiful thing quite an amazing uh, situation to be in and also a difficult one because also you have to you know work live to to fund your passion as well that's the thing it is a juggling act and it can be overwhelming sometimes especially in i mean so many of us are in kind of service industry jobs where you have to be up at the, <laughs> the early hours and following that passion becomes a pretty pretty knackering experience um but it's yeah it's worthwhile one i mean the the wealth of choice in london is yeah it is, it is unparalleled could you tell me a bit about the band and your beginnings? Because like, there are five of you. You're all now uh, yeah. based in Peckham. How did you all kind of meet and come to the decision to make music as y'all? Me and Mike, were we were best friends in school. We'd been through a couple of bands, I guess everyone does in high school. And I went to London, Mike went to Cardiff, and we kind of left everything on the back burner for a bit. I started a couple of projects with... The other guys in Yale separate projects and eventually we just thought it would be easier if we all kind of joined together and made this one all-inclusive thing that allowed us all to kind of write music together and I mean Mike Mike is still in Wales at the moment but he has the tenacity to actually make it to the majority of our shows which you know takes a lot of a lot of time on the mega bus mm-hmm. uh, and yeah a lot of effort on his part so kudos to him for that. Oh, cool. So what was the first track you released, and is it still public, or is it hidden in the depths of the interweb? The first, first track we released was Yowl. You know what, there were, yeah, there were a couple. I don't know if I'd even really want to name them, because they're <laughs> so, so far under the recesses of our past now. But yeah, we, we did a few things. We, we made a little music video that now, sadly, we've deleted. Um, we've... Um, we had a few tracks out, and then I think because we writing as Yow for a while before we actually got all the members on board, we almost kind of started the band afresh with the same name, and that's when we released the EP last year, which had kind of Saturday Drag and Nimble Return and the other tracks on it. And it's only really been the last kind of couple of years that we've been really kind of going for it in its current form. Because mm. there's only a handful of tracks, really, or a handful on the finger of yeah. um, music that the public can actually hear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've, it's basically our live set plus, you know, a couple of songs that we play live that aren't recorded. But we've been chopping and changing it for, for a while now. And I think every time we lose a track, we rarely, we rarely go back to it. Mm. And I think it's gauging how people respond to the tracks very much kind of informs what we're going to do next with them. And I think we're slowly getting to the point where we've got a full set of songs that we're really happy with. And once we've got that, then we'll start recording more and we'll actually be able to start playing around with the, the songs we, we play live a little bit more. That's mm. the most exciting part for me at the moment. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, have you got anything that you're going to be releasing very soon? Because like, my heartache likes to speak and Darkroom are pretty yeah. uh, tasty treats from yeah, uh, what I can you. imagine you are hiding away from us. <laughs> I mean, we've just released the, the video for Darkroom. 
because I think we, yeah, we released Headache and then that got most of the attention. Um, Darkroom was sort of seen as the B-side maybe a little bit, even though that wasn't our intention. And so we've just released the video for that. That's got a really good response. And we're planning to do a couple of things in December um, that I can't really talk about, but in terms of recording new music, come the new year, early next year, we're definitely going to have a few few tracks on the, that have been on the back burner for a while. So, yeah, at least, at least another handful of new songs come 2018. Well, that's very exciting indeed. This is Brighton's Finest. Bringing the artists closer to you.